Well, good morning, everybody, on January 17th, 2023. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and a good friend of ours is here with us today, Mark Barnes, who's a longtime educator, author, and founder and president of a wonderful publishing house in education called Times 10 Publications. So wonderful, in fact, that we work with them quite closely with our Consortium for Equity in Education over at ace-ed.org on our Equity Awards and other things. And they were nice enough to award one of our Equity Award winners, okay, a a, a woman in the teacher in Meriden, Connecticut, a book contract. Okay, it's really great. Mark's going to tell us all about all the work he does at Times 10 Publications, all the work he does with the Hack Learning Series, okay, what it's all about, how we started, how we're working together, okay, on all things with education, especially about teachers burning out. He has a wonderful author named Amber Harper, who I've talked to. She'll be on again tomorrow. She couldn't join Mark today, unfortunately, so I'm bringing Amber on tomorrow. She's author of The Burned-In Educator, and we're going to be talking to her tomorrow, Mark, today, about the difference between uh, burnout and burn-in, okay? We want you to stay in your job. And, of course, over at a-ed.org, we have our magazine, Equity and Access. You can click on the cover and read it. We have our uh, seltoday.org, teacherretention.com, okay? And all the podcasts are archived over there as well. So without further ado, let me bring on Mark Barnes. There he is. Hi, Mark. Hey, Larry. Uh, How's it going? How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. I think I forgot to introduce myself to everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. Did I mention my name before, Mark? I don't know. I I, I think you did right at the top, but our, our yeah, memories so, are probably not what they used to be. <laughs> right. I, you know, I do that almost automatically, and then I forget if I did it or not, and I want to be sure. So there you go. So well, thank you for calling me Larry, old friend. I appreciate it. It's great. Okay. And uh, how you doing? Hey, I could not be better right now, Larry. It's a beautiful day in Northeast Ohio. We've got 50 <laughs> degrees in January. Woo, I mean, it's coming my way that, tomorrow right? then. Right. Well, good. <laughs> That's it. Good. Yeah. Okay. Is it really 50 out there? Well. Ah, yeah, it's going to be all, almost mid-50s today. Holy crow. That means it's kind of moving off maybe a little bit towards Buffalo to give them a little respite. What do you think? Is it going well, up that hope, high? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, happy, so, I'm happy to send some love Buffalo today. <laughs> they need it. And good luck to them in this week's game, by the way. Okay, right, so there you right. go. Okay, we'll see what happens with that. All right. Talk to me about what you're doing at Times 10 these days. What's the, what's oh, the we hot got all kinds right of things. Yeah, all, talk about all it. kinds of things going on, Larry. We're, we're very excited about 2023. Um, we are, we're, we're still delivering great content weekly uh, over at our on our website on our blog our authors are continuing to generate content not just books but they're writing great articles they're sharing stuff on social media we're always collaborating to provide practical solutions that busy educators can read today and use tomorrow that's our mantra and um, we've got great books coming in fact a little sneak peek for your readers uh, one week from today we are going to release a new book what and is it? Um, it is it, it's called Preventing Polarization, and, and that book um, is is really you know, when you think about polarization, I mean that that is something that educators face, you know, every day, 
and right. we're in a very uh, you know highly charged political world right now. Uh, and, and there's so many hot topics, and then you've got a lot of uh, people saying you can't talk about this in school, and you can't talk about that in school, and you know a lot of people saying you can't read this, or you can't read that. And um, we've got two great authors, uh, Michelle Blanchett and Brian Dieters, and they they have worked in the uh, social studies world, the civics world, for many years, and they have tackled what is a really tough topic. How do teachers today talk about polarizing topics and how do they get kids to look at them and to sort through all of the information and find what's right and become critical thinkers? So it's preventing polarization. One week from today, people will be able to find it. Can can you do me a favor? I would love to get them both on the show together. Can we get them on a future show? Can you help me with that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I will. Uh, I'll send an email and, and introduce you to Michelle and Thank Brian. Thank you. Do it today, please. And, uh, yeah, we'll and, get it together. Yeah, I will. Yeah. That's and, a great and, hey, topic. One, one week from today, yeah. I want to remind your listeners, Larry. One week from today, we're going to launch preventing polarization. And what we're going to do is we're going to give away the. Uh, Kindle version for the first oh, nice. few days, uh, absolutely free. So that's a book that retails for $22. We're going to give it away. So uh, hopefully people will bookmark this and say, hey, uh, one week from today, uh, I'm going to go grab that book for free. And then, of course, people are going to want the paperback too, I'm sure. But of course, we're very excited about that. Where where will that if, – uh, should I tell people to go to 1010publications.com? How do we do this? Yes, yes, no. That's the best thing to do. We always, always start there. Um, we have a very user-friendly website. The, right do. at the top menu, whether whether you're on your laptop or you're on your mobile device, right at the top, you can click on books and you can find everything we've got, and you'll find right. preventing polarization, and it'll direct you right where to go to get that free book next week. I just I just clicked on books. We're going to give away up to a thousand copies. <laughs> Please, okay, everybody. Yes, yeah, that's good. Ten one zero the the number ten publications. Okay, dot com. That's Mark's uh, uh, times ten publications uh, website. Ten publications dot com. That's great, and you, I'm going to hold you to it to get those two authors' names to me, and we'll get in touch and we'll set up a show. Sound good? You're gonna get it. You're gonna get an email today, Larry. I better. I better. Or I'll be flying to Ohio <laughs> to just hit you on the head with a rubber or a gasket or something. Okay. I really. I really want to do that show. Okay. And it's so. Key, by the way, I was. Re- this is interesting. You might be interested in this. I don't know if you subscribe, but yesterday in the New York, I think it was yesterday. It might have been Sunday, in the New York Times, there was an article about Finland. All right, and how mm-hmm. Finland is number one in teaching kids. Media literacy, how to sort through all the crap. Okay, yeah. well, and that's to actually that, that's important. It's really an interesting article, so that's why it's timely with what the book is about. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. We have to be better, and that's something we're passionate about at Times Ten Publications. We said we really have to help kids yeah. sort through all of the abundance of information, and uh, this book, preventing polarization, yeah. is going to do it. Preventing polarization, and that, that's really great. And I love doing stuff with social studies, but that goes way beyond social studies. Okay, we have got sure. to do something about this, and uh, it falls on the schools. 
It really does fall on the schools to teach this. And, you know, that brings up an interesting point. We're going to get into burden teachers and all that sort of thing. But it brings up an interesting point. Education is changing. Okay? For sure. Yeah, you know, by the way, that's nothing new. That's not that profound, everybody. But I just wanted to use it as an (laughs) opening line there. Okay, education is changing. And we have to be really well aware of what we need to teach kids today. Okay, everybody knows about that chat GPT, that Autobot mm-hmm. that, that now writes essays for you and college entrance essays and uh, your doctoral mm-hmm. pieces at, at the push of a button. Okay, well, since they can do that, we have to make sure their schools are changing. Everything's changing out there, okay? Mm-hmm. And the traditional way of education and the traditional things we taught have to change, <clears throat> all right? And that's why this preventing polarization is such a timely thing. I really think it's great, Mark. Okay, I really do. I'm not that articulate this morning, but I really believe this is really, it's really key stuff as we really look at the kids we're teaching and what they need to be taught. Things have to change. I I believe I remember I tell this line to Bob Dylan, the times they are changing, and he stole that from me, Mark. He stole that from me. Okay, so wow, we have know. to give credit where it's due. Yeah, you know, it's about time. time. I, I kept that a secret all these years. You know, I said, Bob, try this. Okay, and he did. Look where it got him, for goodness <clears> sake. So, uh, you know, times are changing. Look, I don't get that profound this morning, Mark. I don't know. I'm, I'm, my, my profoundness <laughs> is down today. Okay, so I'm going to let you be profound, all right? Amber's going to be going well, tomorrow. I'll, oh, go ahead, please. I appreciate speak, that. Speak. I'll, speak. I'll be profound. Hey. With with preventing polarization and and what you're saying about traditional education is changing, the times they're changing, and the the key to this too is don't steal my line uh, and get a royalty. We want to talk, (laughs) right? We want to talk a little bit about teacher burnout today, and one of the things I think, yeah, I I think that teachers struggle with so many things, but then when you add in the stuff we just talked about briefly with preventing polarization, it's one more thing. And, you know, I think that's the issue here with burnout is we are piling on teachers and, and and it isn't, I'm not blaming people like administrators or anything like that. I just think that we're piling on because education has changed so much. I would agree with you, and we're asking teachers to do things that they're not familiar with. Okay, mm-hmm. you went, everybody, most people went into it one way, and now all of a sudden the pandemic forced this change. Okay, I do believe it was changing all along. Okay, but the kids have changed, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, and when everything changes from under you, Okay, you have to move with the change. Okay, and it's very hard to do. And I'll say it again, preventing polarization, this is what we're up against right now. Okay, this is what we are up against. All right, we have to learn how to teach that. Okay, it's just it's it's just that important. We have to know what these kids need and teach them. Okay, they can get the information. I'm talking to an old social studies here. They can learn in 1776 about the Declaration of Independence almost by themselves if we point them to it. That's the information highway we're on. Okay, they don't need us to tell them that. But but we they need us to tell them how to understand that and what to look for at the, as they're reading it. Okay, it's 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 very very interesting and this if we don't do that, okay, it's going to lead to frustration for teachers. 
okay, because the kids aren't going to react the right way. And as, as teachers get frustrated, okay, there's more and more burnout out there. It's just brutal. And to talk about that, just your, your point of view. And, you know, you're the one who found Amber. You're the <laughs> one who, who published her book, okay, all about teacher burnout, hacking teacher burnout. Talk about all this, the burned-in teacher. Talk about all this. Okay, what what put you on this topic? Okay, well, yeah, I'll tell you, Larry, we were we were struggling with burnout before a pandemic, and it was uh, some of the things we were talking about were big problems that were just overwhelming teachers. You know, class sizes were getting bigger. Oftentimes, it comes mm-hmm. back to budgetary mm-hmm. issues. You know, there's cutbacks, and and class sizes got bigger, and professional learning got less resources became fewer and suddenly teachers are like wow how do i do this then the pandemic comes and now you're asking teachers who are already starting to feel burned out you're asking them to do things that they've never done before you know that's one thing it was so many people didn't realize when when 2020 came around we started asking teachers to teach online we started asking teachers then to go to some hybrid model maybe do a little bit of online teaching and do some in the classroom. And it was like, wow, how do I do this? Because I've never done it before. And I think a lot of people looking in didn't truly understand that. So then they had to navigate that and without a lot of resources and without a lot of support. So what happened, a lot of teachers left, you know, whether it was in 2020 or one or 22, A lot of teachers were so overwhelmed, so burned out that they said, I can't do this anymore. So now you get to 2023 and the problems are even bigger because now you have teacher shortages. You have substitute teacher shortage. I mean, what substitute teacher wants to go in and work for very little money in a a rough environment, right? Nobody wants to do that. And so then what do the school leaders do? They say, well, we have to fill spots, so let's get the teachers we already have to fill those spots. Let's pull this teacher from this class and put her over in this class. Let's combine kids into one room because we don't have enough. That is truly overwhelming for all. It's for, for the school leaders, the principals, the counselors, and the teachers. So we're, we're dealing with more burnout, I think, right now than maybe we ever have. And, and we need help, and that's what got me to, to hacking teacher burnout. And as I said, right when burnout started, I found Amber Harper, who was already doing <laughs> the work. She was She's already great. doing the work. And I said, wow, this is an amazing topic. And she created this burned-in teacher model, helping teachers identify their burnout and then giving them strategies. And, again, that just comes back to what we do at Times 10. We, we want to yeah. find the people – who are doing the, the work, and, and it's all about helping teachers. We're not solving problems, Larry. We're helping teachers solve problems. It's a partnership. Yeah, it really is. And like, and you said your series, you know, the, all the hacking books, I mean, it's just read today, use it tomorrow. It, 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 mm-hmm. it, it, it's, just that, it's just that simple. And, you know, Amber, uh, I, I was just watching on TV, uh, it was a public service commercial the other day, and it, w- it was a uh, African-American woman who's in front of a classroom, and she says, I'm an ex-drug dealer, and today I'm going to be your teacher. 
And boy, does that grab these kids' attention in the commercial, okay? Right. And the whole point the whole point of it is that she's going to teach them to be very aware of drugs, okay? And, you know, it, Amber, by her own admission, she's been on the show before, Amber had terrible burnout, okay? Mm-hmm. She just she, – she had enough. But she began to self-realize what the heck was going on out there and started to use what happened to her as burnout, okay, as a strength – to make her a better teacher. Okay, that that's really basically Amber's story. We'll talk more about with that tomorrow. You know, but it's just it's it's brutal out there, and, and it's not only brutal for the teachers. And you brought this up, Mark. Okay, it's brutal for the the, the administrators and the school districts. They can't find the people. So the because there's not enough people becoming teachers, not enough people who want to be substitutes. All right. So the windup of it is they start to bring in people that just don't work. It becomes a vicious cycle. Okay, and it's really yeah. a mess. So my the, yeah, the point is, okay, and this is why we have our website, which is called teacher-retention.com. Which, by the way, I must remind you, I wanted to get some information from you because we need to put uh, all the stuff about Amber up there. Okay, we got to get that going. We talked about it last time, and yeah, we didn't do it. But we got to make sure that we retain teachers. Okay, if we lose the teachers we have, there's nobody to replace them. Okay, or very few people to replace them. Okay, as I mentioned before in my world famous quote, the times they are changing. Okay, and teaching is is harder now than ever. The typical schlep off the street can't do it. Okay, you need somebody who's trained to do it. Okay, and that. That's where we are right now. What you know? We always you always say this. Okay, read read what we write today. Use it tomorrow. Give us an idea for a burnout. By the way, that was yeah, my well, speech that, you know, for that's... today. But that was my speech for today. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> it. Right. I did. It was but, great. Thank well, you. I think you you have found your profoundness. Is that right? <laughs> I don't. As a publisher, I should know these things. So so Larry, the the thing is. This is why, and I know you're going to talk to Amber, and, and I will just, we'll use yeah, this time as a little preview for her to let, let the experts say this stuff, but what that is helpful, and it isn't just for teachers. Hacking teacher burnout is really for educators, for anyone. Leaders can be burned out as well, and That's Amber's true. information is for all educators. In fact, I think it's good it's for good all point. people. But, but some of the things you said, you know, what are specific? So a, a few things that I, I, Amber suggests, and I use her information, sort of like you use Bob Dylan's, <laughs> I, or is he using yours? Sorry. I, I use her information to share with people, and she emphasizes uh, a lot of things that are simple, and that's what hack learning is. She says, first of all, that's good let, let's take like a that. pause. Let's take, let's take a pause, and let's reflect. So she writes about reflection, and we, we need to, as educators, in this time of being overwhelmed and burned out, Reflect on who we are, what we do, what our mission is. I always say, first of all, why did you become a teacher or a school leader? Let's think about that because for many people it's been five years, 10 years, 20 years. Let's think about that. And, and I think when people take that pause and they reflect, they come back to a place where they feel good about themselves. Well, I got in here, I got in it to help kids, you know, to solve problems, to make kids better, to make society better. And suddenly you start to feel a little joy. And even in your most burned out moments, I think when you reflect on, on that mission 
And Amber writes a whole chapter about this in Hacking Teacher Burnout. And she can talk to you more about it and your listeners tomorrow. We this, will. this creating a mission, you know, for, for a teacher. She talks about branding. I think, you know, when, when we say the word branding or brand yourself, we're thinking about business. You know, well, businesses have brands. But she has a wonderful hack for creating a teacher or educator brand. And that's really important because when we have a brand, you know, maybe your brand is I'm someone who helps kids improve. You know, for me, I like to say when people say, what do you do? I like to say I help <laughs> educators solve problems, you know. So it isn't I'm a publisher. It's my brand is I, right. I help educators solve problems. Right. So, you know, I think that's all of that is important. Take a pause. Reflect. Celebrate what's good. We tend to, when we're burned out, immediately go to the bad. Oh, today this happened and that happened and I had a problem with this student and, boy, my principal really upset me, things like that. And I think it's important to start with a positive. What happened today that was good? There, I, I truly believe that there is no such thing as a day in the life of a teacher that something good didn't happen. I mean, you're working with kids, right? Something yep. good happened. So I think those are the things, self-care, take a pause, reflect, and celebrate. You know, too often you don't do that, and sometimes you just don't have time to do it, you know. And uh, I'll tell you, we've we got to get back to that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just that simple, and it scares me to tell you the truth. And i got to go back to a point you made a couple of minutes ago. You know, we talk about teacher burnout, but there's also – Principal burnout, superintendent burnout, school board burnout, educator burnout. You can talk about all this sort of stuff, okay? And it, and I have to say, it's really hurting the profession. And, and you know, you talk. I want to go back to the very beginning here. We talk about preventing polarization. You know, so many people are coming down on 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 schools and teachers and screaming and yelling and all that sort of stuff, okay, and trying to take over school boards and all that. This is not good, okay? This is not no. good, okay, because they're doing more harm than they are good. We have a system. The system works pretty well. It's not perfect, but it works pretty damn well. That's what everybody always says. Democracy is the worst form of government, but unfortunately, there's nothing better. There's nothing worse. You know what I mean? It's it's just yeah yeah. It, it's it, the democracy's messy, but it, but there's nothing better. Okay, and it's the same thing with this. This is important for people to understand, and it's important. Yeah, this is key for educators to understand how to work within it. The system is changing. The system yeah, is sure. changing, okay, and it's it's not the same mindset that you that we've had the idealistic, so to speak, mindset. You can't be going into teaching for the money. You're not going to. It's not right. operating a hedge fund, okay. There's right. some kind of idealistic mindset behind it, and if if if, if utopia gets changed. Okay, you know, it's just it's not the same, but we have to learn how to deal with this. So this is well, it's just, it's just so darn important. You know, I always say, what do on, on another subject, all of your books are about hacking this, hacking that, etc. What's your favorite book of all those? What's your favorite book of all those? <laughs> 
Oh, Larry, come on. What's you your favorite? No, not that your question. favorite author. Your favorite topic. <laughs> your favorite topic of all this. I mean, I'm looking here, hacking deficit thinking, hacking classroom management, hacking school discipline. I'm going to go down the list. Hacking school culture, all this sort of stuff. Which, well, of all these uh, things, what do you think is the crazy? I don't well, know. The, I'll tell the, you. The I, most I, important, the most time, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'll, I think I, I can answer and it, it's not just about one book or two books, but really this topic is enveloped in a lot of our books, and it's engagement. So we have, we have several books like called that. Hacking Engagement, and, and the author provides hacks for both teachers to you know, be engaged in, in their career, but also then how to engage learners. And you know, I think it can circle back to burnout. I think a lot of times... We go into the You're day, right. and yeah. the, the the outlook is negative. We're, we're walking into our workplace thinking, this is going to be hard. Today will be tough. You know, yeah. I, I've got this issue to deal with and that student to deal with, and, oh, no, I have a parent meeting, and it might be acrimonious. I think a big key is we do have to know how to engage people in general, and, and it, it can come right back to that. How do we – Amber talks about – uh, your your people. Who are your people in your workplace and in your personal life, and and how do you deal with them? So she addresses issues that we have with principals as a teacher. How do you handle that? So I think a big part of it is engagement. So that's that's my favorite topic, and I think not just our hacking engagement books, which by the way we're getting ready to have a third <laughs> soon. Good man. Um, but but. Uh, but I think all of our books are in some way about engagement. You know, if you look at School Discipline, Hacking School Discipline is an extremely popular book. It's, it's also about engaging kids. It might be talking about discipline and, and how you, you know, build rapport with kids and all that. That's engagement. So I think my favorite topic really in education, maybe yeah. in education, is, is engagement. Yeah, it's cool. It, it's funny, and I have to. By the way, I just was looking through your books again, and I forgot my old friend Star Saxstein is on there. Okay, hacking assessment. Okay, she's on our show a lot. I love I love Star working with her and all that sort of thing. Um, Mark, well, I have to ask you as you go. Were you going to say something? I'm sorry. I was just going to say Mark? Star's written. You know, she's she's a prolific writer. Yes, she and, is. And she's written for other other great publishers as well. Yes, she has. But she has she's done many books for Times Ten. <laughs> I yeah. talk to Star frequently, and I'm always like, "Hey, when's your next book coming?" So, yeah, she she's a wonderful educator. Yeah, she's a favorite person of mine. She's on the show quite often. Okay, I have to ask you this. This is funny. I never thought of this before. And you're gonna laugh, and I mean this as a compliment. You're not going to believe this, but I'm going to say you got hacking school discipline, hacking assessment, hacking deficit thinking, hacking project-based learning. I can go on to hacking modern teaching. Let me do a few more. Hacking school culture, uh, hacking uh, learning centers, okay, et cetera, et cetera. This is a compliment, okay? Do you, do you, can you think of yourself as, as a Cliff's Notes of, of teacher education? A, a this little is bit. a compliment. Yeah, a, this a is a compliment, bit. No, by I the way. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I know where you're going. Um, the other thing we think about in addition to Cliff Notes is the Four Dummies books, you know. And, <laughs> oh, and good I, enough. I, yeah, I, good I, enough. I, I've actually had people say your, your hack learning books are kind of like the Four Dummies. And I'm like, they if, are. when you're doing stuff they with are. educators, you don't want to use the word dummy. Yeah. 
but it but it really is the, the key is simplicity you know if you have cliff notes it's it's taking a large work and and drilling it down into something smaller and and easy and in in the four dummies books it's taking something that might be really complicated and simplifying it and that is really what we're doing in the hack learning series and and yeah, honestly like, I think we do it in our other books too and even a book that's not in like preventing polarization which we talked about coming out next yeah. week is, is not a yep. hack learning series book, but it will have a lot of those features. The simple, here's a problem and here's a solution. And oftentimes the solutions are things that people just don't see. So I, that, that's what we're really proud of. I appreciate you, know, you should be, you, it is It is meant to be accomplished. You know how I feel about the work you do. And, you know, you're an educator. What, kind of, what did you see, okay, how this was needed? Okay, How long have you been doing it now? All your time since eight, eight years. Eight, eight, years. eight years. And look at look at yeah. look how many books you published. Okay, how'd you? I, and I'm just people will begin. How'd you become a publisher? Well, I, mean, I wrote first. I, I, yeah, I was a language arts teacher, and and I yeah. I worked for a newspaper many years ago in another life. So I've always had a writing background. And after writing some books, um, I, I had an idea for a book. Uh, that people seemed interested in based on a blog post I had written many years ago. And it was about solving problems, making some, some big problems easy. And this was pretty popular. And a very good friend of mine, Jennifer Gonzalez, who does Cult of Pedagogy, she's known in the blogging world widely. Her podcast has over 10 million downloads. Wow. Pedagogy. And I knew, I knew Jennifer before she was as big as she is now in education. And we agreed on a lot of things. We were like-minded people. And I said, Hey, I want to do this book uh, on, on solving problems. I said, I think there's some quick fixes for some big problems. And I'd like to write that. And I'd like for you to write it with me. And um, honestly, you know, she said, what's it going to be called? And I said, I'm toying around with the idea of hacking education. And uh, you know, that's what happened. Jennifer and I got together and we created this form formula for problem solving. And um, that's where Hacking Education, 10 Quick Fixes for Every School came about. And when I was thinking about publishing, you know, she said, who are we going to go with? And, and I learned a lot over the years from a lot of smart people. And I said, I, I think I'm, I'm actually thinking about starting a publishing company because wow. I want to do a series. And, you know, if you go to someone else and you say, it's hard enough to find a publisher who wants to publish your book. If you then go to them and say, hey, I want to do a whole series. That's a that's a tricky pitch. So I just said, you know what, we're going to do it on our own. I'm going to build a company. I'm going to find great people, and uh, here we are, forty something books later. Think about that for a second. How many, how many years? How many years? Eight. 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 eight Think eight about years. what you just said. Eight years, forty books. <laughs> do the math. Yeah. Do the math. Okay. Yeah. It's unbelievable. No, it's exciting. Yeah. And then when we started, I mean, like our first year, we did three books because it was new and we were figuring it out and learning along the way. And, um, you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm real happy. And we still stick to being small. We're, you know, we're a very small independent company. We're still going to do six to eight books a year. Um, even That's though we've gotten lot. better at it now, That's a lot. but it, it, it is, it's a challenge and you know, we're, we love what we do. And that's a big part. That's another thing Amber can talk to you about burnout and being burned in. Yeah. That idea of being well, burned in is to love what you do. You know, if you do that, you never have to work a day in your life, as the old Saul used to say. You know, you love yeah, what you I was do. I'm just going to say it, Larry. You, yeah. you beat me to it. 
Great minds yeah. think alike. Because I say that all the time. Well, I do. tell my kids that. I said, no matter what you do, they're just now in college age. And I say, you know, I don't care what you do. Just make sure you love it. Because if you love what you do, you never work a day. Yeah, that's true. I was trying to figure out what my son does because uh, he's going on a three-week vacation, him and his wife, to Ecuador. I'm taking care of the dog. How come that never happens to me, Mark? What's going on with this? Okay, <laughs> these kids. I don't get it. Okay. You know, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, I'm looking at preventing polarization, 50 strategies for teaching kids about empathy, politics, and civic responsibility. And I really can't mm-hmm. wait to meet Michelle and Brian on this. Okay, this is really yeah. Well, I'm going to send that email. Gonna send you yeah, you're going to you are going to do that's your homework for this morning. And, and you that's can your homework get them for on. this morning. Yeah, it, and it, I, I'm going to get on it. Yeah, I'm and let's get right you away, involved. Right? Yeah, and let's get you involved more. As I said this last time, we never did it at the teacher read our website teacherretention.com because all the things that you do with all your books uh, lend themselves to retaining teachers. The happier, more engaged Ooh. teachers are. The more, the more they will stay in their job, and that's what we're looking for here. Everybody listen to that. Okay, this is great stuff. And you, you read it today, you use it tomorrow. It's great stuff. Mark Barnes, publisher of Times 10. Thanks, buddy. This is great. Hey, Larry, it's always a pleasure. Always a it pleasure, is, my friend. It is, you know. It really is. It always is a pleasure. Okay. Like they say, if you like what you do, you're not even at work. I appreciate it, my friend. Right. Thank you. All right. Okay? Take care. Thank Take care, you. buddy. Yes, you're welcome. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, Mark Barnes, everybody, 10publications.com, 10publications.com. We're going to archive everything over at ace-ed.org. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening.